today is my 53rd birthday. It's also that time between Christmas and New Year where we're often very, very reflective as we go into the new year. So I thought it would be fun to compile 53 nuggets of wisdom to help us all go into 2024. Some of them you may agree with, some of them you might not. So grab a cuppa or pour out the last of your Baileys and let's get started. Hey gorgeous, thank you for joining me again. I hope you've had a fabulous Christmas. So 53 nuggets of wisdom as we go into 2024. I'm super excited to bring you these. Some of these I'm going to rattle through really quickly. So don't panic. You know, the thought of 53 of them might turn you off a little bit, but be reassured some of them are going to go by really, really quickly. And some of them I might dive into just a little bit. But rest assured, what I would love you to do is if you hear any one of these and it has an impact on you, and that might be in the form of, oh my goodness, that's something I need to take forward with me. Or, you know what, I still haven't quite learned that. Or it's something like, yeah, I used to do that and now I don't. Whatever it is, jot it down, write it down, because I very much believe that sometimes we hear things in particular for a reason. So you might have heard something a thousand times from all sorts of different um, sources and then all of a sudden it just hits you and there's always a reason why. So a bit woo-woo maybe, but I think it's it's certainly something that I like to carry forward. So I'm going to dive straight into these and get started. Number one, always be aware of your surroundings. Now, this is, it covers lots of bases here, right? This could be the environment that you're in, the company that you're keeping, or suddenly finding yourself in an unexpected situation. The awareness of your surroundings and what's going on around you can help you make better decisions about what you're going to do next. It can also keep you safe and it can also bring up potential opportunities that could lead to amazing things. So always be aware of your surroundings. Number two, always trust your spidey senses. Call them what you want. I love the the phrase spidey senses, but it might be your gut instincts, whatever you want to call them. Learn to trust them. Invariably, they are right. Now, this is one of the things that I like about getting older is that you can actually look back over a catalogue of your gut instincts and we've all done it. My daughter is 18, my son is 17 and they're at a stage where, you know, sometimes they don't trust their instincts because they think, oh, hang on, have I got that wrong? They doubt it. But as you get older, you've built a catalogue of experience and in general, your instincts are sort of messages within your body that have been stored because you had a reaction to something. It might be an emotion or something. Something has embedded it into your body and that's why you feel it. That's why you feel a gut instinct. So who are we not to trust what our body tells us, right? Invariably, if something feels wrong, it is. If something feels right, 
we have to trust that as well. You know, sometimes fear can hold us back or, you know, we might sabotage ourselves because we don't really believe that we could have that. But if our gut instinct is telling us, yes, this is the right way for me to go, then follow it. You'll only know if it works out or not by following that instinct. And then you're building on that catalogue of experience. Love that one. Number three, don't be a dick. This is simple. You know when you're being one, don't do it. Four, protect your energy. Now I'm giving full credit to this to my daughter, Lauren. I just said she's she's 18. She's just gone off to uh, university. And this was one that she came up with. And I love it because I think it's just encapsulated so many things. You know, when you think about it, the things you do, the thoughts you have, the people that you spend time with, they all these things either energize you or you're indifferent or it drains you. And protecting your energy is about being aware of all of these things. Because if you're finding yourself with people that constantly drain you of your energy, it's why would you put yourself through that, right? So when you become aware of you know, where you gain most energy, when you're in a place where you've got good vibes going on, when you are feeling relaxed, energized, you tend to be more creative, you feel happier. The reactions, uh, the hormones that are going on in your body, you know, all those happy chemicals, they, they come about and life is just easier, right? If you keep putting yourself into situations where you're feeling drained, where, you know, maybe your adrenaline in in a negative way is being let out, all those kind of things, you're just doing damage to yourself. So do yourself a favor, understand where your energy levels are, understand what, you know, pumps you up and what pulls you down and make sure you are concentrating on being in the right place with your energy, protect your energy. Number five, it's okay to change your mind. And don't be afraid to do it often. As long as you keep moving forward, it's okay. Number six, happiness is a decision. You can choose to be happy from right now. Seven, be okay with your past decisions. Now, this is a massive one. And it's all based around going through your life with no regrets. Now, I've had a few people really disagree with me on this one. And... Let me get it perfectly clear that what I'm actually saying here is when you've made a decision in the past, there are things you can take from it. You can learn lessons, right? You can say, you know what, if I were to do that again, I would do it in a different way. But be okay with your decisions that you've previously made because they're all the things that brought you to where you are right now. And also, there is no point in beating yourself up over a decision you made once you know what the outcome was. Because at that time, you made that decision. You know, go back, remind yourself, why did I make that decision at the time, right? So with hindsight, you can say it was the wrong decision. But you didn't know that back then. So be okay with it. You know, let yourself off the hook. There is no point in continuing to beat yourself up over something that you decided ages ago that didn't work out. You would not have got to where you are now had you not made that decision. You wouldn't have learned that lesson. So why were you meant to learn that lesson? So that you can move forward. 
And I truly, truly believe that. And I have to say, in the last three years in particular, that is a massive, massive one for me. It is so easy to, you know, I'll, I'll quickly explain. Um, I've gone through separation and divorce in recent years. And I I think I probably gave myself a bit of a nervous breakdown. If I'm absolutely honest and look back over what's happened over the last few years, I spent so much time being so angry with myself in particular over decisions that I'd made over the previous 20 years. And, you know, you can't, you can't go on like that. Honestly, you can't. You make yourself ill, which I did. Um, I've made myself ill in the past doing the same thing. So I suddenly realized, you know what, being at peace, being okay with decisions you've made in the past and be honest, break it down, go, okay, so what would I do differently this time? What do I know now that I didn't know then? And that is where the power is. That is where future happiness lies, not in spending time beating yourself up over things that you just can't change now anyway. So move forward from it. I love that one. That's been a big one for me, as you can tell. Number eight, self-care is not a selfish act. It's essential. Look after yourself. Number nine, you only fail when you give up. So don't be afraid to keep starting over. If the method you're using now isn't working, try something different. Ten, invest in you. You are your greatest asset. You are your most valuable thing, right? That's going on in your life. You are the main character in your movie of your life. So invest in you. Be the best that you can. You know, want good things for yourself. Educate yourself. You know, take yourself on more experiences. Learn about yourself. You will never, ever regret it. Eleven, When you know more about yourself, be okay with being you. Be you. Now, this used to really, really incense me (laughs) when people used to say, hey, just be you. And I used to think, you know what, that's fine if you know who you are. But right now, I don't even know who I am. When you start to invest in yourself, when you start to give yourself time to think you know, about what you what you want in life. What do you stand for? What's important to you? And these things change and evolve over the years. So when you've done all of that, you are it's so much easier to live in alignment with all of that. You will recognize when you're going down the wrong path. You will understand when something doesn't feel right anymore. You know, what you used to do might not serve you anymore. You know, anyone who's a parent knows this, right? This is, I think the the best example of this is, you know, when when your children are babies, you look after them in a certain way. Then as they get older, their needs change. And so you have to adapt. Uh, And then they become teenagers and you have to change again. You know, what used to work doesn't work now in terms of helping and guiding them with growing up and dealing with situations it's the same in life and with us. We evolve, we change. And being you sounds really easy, but keeping yourself up to date with who you are right now makes that so much easier. Number 12, do what you can with what you have where you are right now. Simple. 
you <laughs> when you when you do that it is so much more peaceful and, and everything is so much simpler. There are, what this is all about is when you've kind of gone, oh, I can't do this because I don't have that. You know, and you can waste so much time. You really can waste so much time worrying about what you don't have and why you can't do stuff. It is so powerful when you go, do you know what? What have I got? What can I do? And it will lead you to the next things. It really will. So if you don't have a website, for example, if you're starting a business and you don't have a website, it doesn't matter, right? Just start. Go to networking meetings. Tell people about your business. Tell them what you're doing. You know, start with what you can. It is so much more fun. It is so much more empowering and you will get further faster. 13. Asking for help is a strength, not a weakness. 14. Accept others as they are. This is one of those, isn't it? We go, what? But accepting people as they are is such a great thing to do. You, it, it kind of, it's all tied in with, you can't change other people. You can't make people be who you want them to be. They will only change if they want to change. And the minute you accept this, you can either decide to adapt your own behavior or you can decide to walk away from them. You can decide to exclude them from your life. You can decide to, you know, limit your time that you have with them. You, you can only be in control of who you are. So accept people for as they are and you will find yourself in less arguments. You will find yourself less battling. You'll be better equipped to deal with anything that comes your way from them. Honestly, just accept people for as they are, who they are and you will get on <laughs> with so many more people and you will be happier in yourself as well. 15. The learning is in the doing. Take action. It's the only way to find out. Gaining knowledge is one thing, but unless you actually put it into, you know, unless you actually implement it, it, it it's not worth anything. So the learning is definitely in the doing. 16. What other people think of you is none of your business. This is liberating. This is liberating. Now, it's it's very easy. I think this is one of those that is very, very easy for people to say, right? It's none of their business. Don't worry. It's about them. It's not about you. But we've all, I don't know what it is. It's human nature that we can have a hundred people say lovely things about us. And then one person will say something horrible about us. And where do we put our focus? It affects us. You hear, I love it when you hear musicians, very famous musicians or actresses or people that talk talk like this. They say, oh my gosh, I, I read all these brilliant reviews and then there was one review then it just destroyed me. Like, why would we do that to ourselves? When you actually think about it, yes, it hurts. And that's why we tend to focus on it because we go to it, we want to change it. We don't want them to be saying things like that about us. We want them to say good things about us. But at the end of the day, we're not all going to be liked by everyone. So why don't we just focus on those that we like, those that we want to work with, those that we want to be with, and those that like us? Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's far better, isn't it? It's far better for us to do that. 
So I acknowledge that that one is easier said than done, but it is something that I am working on on a daily basis. Be okay with the fact that not everybody is going to like you and not everybody is going to like what you're doing. Let's work on that one. Number 17, money amplifies who you are. And I'm leaving that right there. You can have your interpretation of that one. I have very strong views on this. Money amplifies who you really are. 18, stay in your own lane. Be your own competition. Don't worry about what others are doing. Now, this is different to what others are saying about you, right? Because this is this is one of those things where you know, have conviction in in you. Okay, really, I, I see this time and time again when I when I've been helping people put together their own online courses. They, you know, they know their stuff, they know their methods, but then they might sort of veer off and go, yeah, but these guys are doing it like this. Maybe I should do it like that. And I get it, right? We all, the grass is always greener on the other side. There's always a reason to kind of like, you know, doubt ourselves, but stay in your own lane. Do things how you want to do them. And I really, really believe this, that you know, as you know, I'm starting over with my coaching business, right? I'm starting over with my business and I am dead sure exactly how I want to build that business, how I want to run that business and where my business is going. Now, to be fair, this isn't my first rodeo and, you know, but my, the understanding of who I am and how I want to operate and what I want my business, how I want my business to have an impact, all of those things it's 100% me. Coming up with my whole ethos of everything is about starting over. Everything is about starting over. It's something that I am dead sure about now. And, and that's the lane that I'm going to be sticking into. So obviously, when you're going down your lane, if there are things that can help you get down that lane further and better and more efficient, then go for it. But have, you know, really, really have faith in your own abilities and and focus on being you know bettering yourself um rather than you know looking over to everybody else and and seeing what they're doing it will just eat you up stay in your lane have conviction over what you are doing 19 outsource the things that you are bad at or hate doing <laughs> i love that one it took me a while it kind of it is it is uh, you know it's in there, isn't it? With ask for help. <laughs> it's in there. But yeah, outsource stuff. Take it off your plate. Honestly, it is liberating. It took me a long time to learn that one, but there we go. It's so much better. So rather than worrying about doing it, to use your time to really work on what you are good at. <laughs> Simple. 20. Make your why bigger than your fear in everything. 21. Replace should with could and everything will become more empowering and your decisions will become easier to make. 22. Starting over is not a failure. It's moving forward more informed than you were before. 23. Get real about your situation. Now, I like this one and I'm going to confess here that I know I'm not the only one who's done this. <laughs> Um, when I first started my photography business, started working for myself, people used to say, hey, how's your business going? And I used to go, yay, it's great. And after a while, 
I actually just believed my own PR. I just fell into that trap of like, yeah, everything is great. It wasn't until I got real, when I looked at my bank account, when I looked at the jobs that I was taking on and the clients that I didn't want to be working with, but I was still doing it. It wasn't until I got real about that particular situation that I was able to do something about it. It is super empowering to be honest and truthful about the situation that you're in. Now, I've given you a business example there. However, this translates into everything. Relationships, career, friendships, all of these things, everything is evolving all of the time and circumstances change, we change and it's very, very easy sometimes to mindfully be moving in one direction and actual reality is moving in another and it's not until we actually get real and own it, you know, say this isn't working, this is not a good thing then you can do something about it. So get real about your situation. 24, red flags are red flags, don't ignore them. 25, always do your best. I can't tell you how easy this actually is to do. When you start to work out all the things that you want to be doing in your life, You're staying in your lane. You're being truly mindful about what it is that you want to go for. You've got clarity over your situation. You will always be able to give everything you do your absolute best because it will be in alignment. If you find, brilliant example here, if you find you're going to the gym and you're not giving it your best, you've got to ask yourself why. It might be that actually this is not the exercise routine that you need to be doing. You need to be looking at something else. Or it might be that you always go when you're really tired and you just need to alter the time that you go. If you enjoy it, we tend to push ourselves further. We tend to give it our best. So if you're not giving your best in something, ask yourself why. And you can also do the reverse. If you are giving yourself you know, if you are doing your best in something, why? What is it about that particular activity or that particular person? And how can you replicate that? How can you find that in the other areas of your life as well? Because it's so much more fun when you give your best to pretty much or well, not to pretty much. That's such a cliche thing. I just suddenly said that it is so much better to give best, give your best in every area of your life. You will just be so much happier. It's wonderful. 26, be clear on your identity. What we do shapes who we are. The easiest example I can give you is sort of, well, it was a turning point for me. 20 years ago, I gave up smoking. I can't believe I ever did smoke now, but I did. (laughs) I I was a big smoker, I'm ashamed to say. But 20 years ago, the biggest difference... I I tried to give up smoking many, many times. And I I was always, it always seemed like I was trying to remove something good from my life. It wasn't until I decided I was just going to be somebody who doesn't smoke anymore that it suddenly became so much easier. As I identified myself as someone who wasn't a smoker, I, I just, that's what I did. I didn't smoke anymore. And I didn't feel that I was depriving myself. It's such a simple mindset shift 
Just decide who you need to be to achieve what you want to achieve and then work out what that person would do, their daily habits, their routines, all the things that will make them a success. So really working on your identity is so, so important. And this ties in with the previous one about then, you know, if you show up as that particular person, you're going to give it your best shot. 27, everything happens for a reason. I 100% believe this. It kind of, you know, I think sometimes we feel that life throws us curveballs and it does, right? And the older I get, the more I really can honestly say I have felt the last five years, I have had more things turn up in my life that I didn't expect, more things that were totally out of my control. And how blessed was I, really? How blessed was I up until this period of my life where really my life was very much as I'd manufactured it? We didn't see the pandemic coming. You know, I lost my mum earlier this year. I've gone through divorce. You know, there's been lots of things that you're like, you know, you got to deal with this now. But everything happens for a reason. I really, really believe that. And when we start to find the point of what has happened or, you know, what am I supposed to do with this now? Why is this, this happening to me? What is this preparing me for? How can I move forward as a result of what has just happened? And, and I think that's it. I think this is, I'm going to get a little bit woo woo here, but I think sometimes when people are looking for their purpose in life, Often it can come from the unexpected that has happened in our life and how we move forward from there. So when we have the attitude that, okay, everything happens for a reason, even if you really don't like it, you know, and let's face it, there's plenty of things that happen to us that we don't like, that we didn't ask for, that we don't want to be going, you know, that we don't want to be having to deal with. But if we look for the good in it, you know, what is the purpose of this? It, it's just, it's just a nicer way of, of a moving forward. 28, give without expectation. It's a nice thing to do. Only good comes from it. 29, celebrate your wins, all of them, <laughs> every single one. It is a beautiful, beautiful practice. When you go to bed, you don't have to write it down. You don't have to put it in a journal or anything, but just you know, as you close your eyes, why not think about the successes of the day and just celebrate them? And it might be, <laughs> I'll use this one because there might be some of you over Christmas that, you know, that can appreciate this. But I did one last night, which was I celebrated the fact that I didn't eat all of the chocolates <laughs> that were in front of me. And I felt good for it, right? I made good lifestyle decisions. So, you know, when you celebrate your wins, they just spur you on. They inspire you to be better. They, you know, they feel good. They release nice feeling. So, too, I think sometimes we're so, it's so easy to downplay. It's so easy, isn't it, to just downplay what we're doing. And why be like that? You know, allow yourself the joy. Celebrate your wins. 30. There's never a good time to make a change. So start now. 31. Know what's important to you and check in on it regularly. 32. Be kind to yourself. There's another one in that. 
be kind to yourself. Some of the worst things I have heard said to me have come from my own thoughts. How insane is that? This is the body that I have. This is the brain that I have. Why be unkind? Some of the things that I have said to myself, I would never say to another human being. So if that resonates with you, get good at listening to what you're saying to yourself. Listen to those phrases, those thoughts, you know, those degrading things, whatever it is, you will know. You, you will know. I don't need to tell you. You will know when you're not being kind to yourself. And again, I'm going to annoy some people here by saying, you know, it's not that easy to do. And I get that. But work on it. You know, it's like, I, I really did. If, if you've ever had a period in your life where you really haven't liked yourself, it is so awful. And if you're if you are lucky enough to be able to pull yourself out of that, this is the number one thing to take you out of that place. Be kind to yourself. Treat yourself well. Say nice things. Stay hydrated. Do the exercise. Look after yourself. Be kind to yourself. It can only bring good things. 33. Always be learning. You can never know too much. 34. Smile and the world smiles with you. I challenge you, do this for a day. You will get the odd person who will look at you like you're some kind of freak. (laughs) And that might make you smile yourself. But try it. It's fun. I used to do this with the children when we were doing the school run. You know, when we were walking to school, we used to smile at everybody that we saw. And most of the time, most of the time, people smile back at you. And it's just lovely, right? As human beings, we get that little bit of connection. You know, that little bit of us as community beings is fulfilled and you might just make someone's day you might smile at someone who maybe just hasn't had anybody smile at them for for some time so isn't that just a nice thing to do 35 i will a hundred percent be doing a whole episode on this one this is a big one always be financially independent and i'm going to leave that one there (laughs) because we will be coming back to that one Uh, very much so always be financially independent 36 don't commit to things that you don't want to do it causes so much angst (laughs) when you do this so just be considered about what you do commit to 37 it's okay to say no without explanation oh my goodness Please, please, please take this on board. This has been such a difficult one for me to learn. (laughs) And I'm still learning it. However, it is so wonderful when you can just say no to something and not explain yourself. As someone with ADHD, where I'm constantly oversharing, that is really hard. But the benefits are amazing. It is very powerful. It is okay to do that. 38. Big emotions in you hold clues to your ultimate happiness and successes. Now, what I mean by this is if you feel joy in a massive way, work out what it is and how you can get more of it in more areas of your life. If something triggers you and makes you angry, 
Also, look at that. Look inside yourself. Why are you so angry about a particular thing? Particularly if it's about someone else's actions. Look at what it is that is making you angry. Often, it's not about the person that you're angry with. It's about you. Okay? As I've said earlier, you know, when you're in a state of of anger, I mean, it's good to release anger, right? But if it keeps happening time and time again, look at it. What is it that is making you so angry? What is it you have to let go of or deal with yourself? Big emotions hold the clues to your success and happiness. 39. The only person you can change is yourself. The quicker you realize this, the better life will be. 40. Say yes to new things that you're curious about. You never know where it will lead to. 41. Life is hard. Shit happens. It happens to all of us. It's about how you react to things that are happening to you and what you do next. That's what it's about. That's what counts. 42. Learn the five love languages. Understand what yours are or yours is and those of your loved ones. Your relationships will thank you, including the one you have with yourself. 43. Pay attention to the details. It's the small daily actions that you are happy to do that will achieve the big results you want. 44. Declutter everything. I love a good declutter. There will be a whole, there is a whole episode on decluttering coming up. Okay. It's clearing out the old so that you've got space to bring in the new. It is so simple. It is, a, it is an ongoing thing. Decluttering your thoughts, decluttering your stuff, decluttering your friendship groups, decluttering your computer, your bank account and finances, decluttering your beliefs and values, your past mistakes, everything. It's a really simple concept. If it's not serving you in some way, whether that's bringing you joy or it's particularly useful, don't keep it. Honestly, give yourself that extra headspace. Give yourself that extra space in your environment to feel more comfortable. Give yourself the extra space of being able to let go of stuff that you do not need. 45. Be patient. I am somebody who struggles with patience. That's just how it is. (laughs) But I have learned that patience is a brilliant thing. Now say, for example, you've got a goal that you want to achieve. And I'm going to use an example here that's very familiar to me. Maybe it is for you too. And I'm talking about weight. You know, I got to a stage where I had a lot of weight to lose. And in some respects, I'm kind of back there again. And sometimes you can look at that and you go, oh, you know what? It's, oh, it just feels like a mountain, right? It's taken me a while to put it all back on again. It's going to take me a while to take it off. The minute you tell yourself, I need to be patient, let me slow down here with this. Let me make sure that as long as I'm doing the daily things I need to be doing, it will happen. So when you, you know, when you inject your projects, inject your goals with the patient side of it, you are less likely to mess it up and you are more likely to actually enjoy the process, enjoy the transition of going from where you are now to where you want to be. And being patient is a major part of that. I love that one. 46. Be honest with yourself about what you're actually prepared to do to achieve what you want. 
Now, this one I have learned through business. And what I mean by that is if you, you know, if you've put yourself together a business plan that involves a certain amount of activity or a certain amount of pushing out of your comfort zone, you know, whatever it is, if you're not prepared to do those things, like step out of your comfort zone in a particular way, for example, you know, starting up a podcast, if you're not prepared to get over the fact that, oh my gosh, people are going to listen to me and they might not like it, then, you know, why are you even trying it? So think about the things that you're prepared to do and start there because then you'll actually do it rather than putting it off and wasting time and, you know, just not getting a result. It's about finding the things that you're in alignment with and you can change them. You can involve them. So it might be that to start with, you're not prepared to start videoing yourself, but actually you're okay with posting, posting text. So go with that. Make a start with that. Understand what you are prepared to do. 47. Do more of what you love and less of what you don't. You will be happier. 48. Learn to be present in everything you do. You will enjoy everything so much more. 49. Time is precious. Use it wisely. 50. It's never too late to make a change and it's never too early to start. 51. Let it go. If something is eating away at you, let it go. Work out what it is that you are struggling with and then let it go. I've used examples earlier of like things like, you know, if you're carrying around an anger, really work on it. Don't keep carrying it around because it just infiltrates into everything else that you're going to be doing and it will just mess everything up. So what do you need? And I'm not supposed to be coaching this. This is just wisdom nuggets. However, you know, let it go. What do you need to let go in order to move forward with something else? 52, keep it simple. I am someone who raises my hand and says, I had the capacity to make everything, everything so much more complicated. Sometimes I just have to look at something or a situation and just say out loud, what do I need to do to make this as simple as possible? And it's amazing. The skill that comes next is actually listening to what comes out <laughs> okay because that's the answer we all know it and that leads me to the last one and that is take time to be silent and listen to your thoughts i have struggled with the concept of meditation i um as i said earlier i have adhd my mind is running at 150 miles an hour all the time but I have come to learn that there are certain activities where I love hiking. I love hiking and I hike in groups and I hike by myself and I take the dog. And depending on what I'm doing, it is, you know, when I'm out in fresh air and there's beautiful surroundings, I can actually hear what's going on in my head in a more productive way. It's relaxing. Um, When I swim, when I swim 
again, it's another place where I can just let my my thoughts go. And then a really, really top tip here is ask yourself the questions you want the answers to. So when you know that you're able to have some time to actually think, and and I'm going to say this as well, we're often saboteurs of this. We often can keep ourselves so very, very busy all the time so that we don't actually allow ourselves to hear what's going on in our thoughts. You know, we bury thoughts and it is very common. It's perfectly human. But if you allow yourself the time to really hear what your thoughts are, if you've got a problem you, that you want the solution to, ask yourself what the solution is, because it is all inside of you. And this is why I love coaching, right? Because coaching is often, you know, you can end a session and someone can think to themselves, oh my God, that was just so obvious. But it it, it isn't obvious because you know, you might have buried that thought. You might not have allowed yourself to say something out loud. All of those things are really, really important if you want to, you know, be, do and have the life you want. So give yourself that luxury of give yourself time to think. Because the reality is that when you have time to think, you have time to process and that is where the clarity is. So there we go. 53 nuggets of wisdom celebrating my 53rd birthday. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would be delighted if you felt you could leave me a five-star review on whichever platform you are listening to this on. I would be most grateful. It really helps feed the algorithm so that we can get this podcast out to as many people as possible to help them with their start overs. So coming up next week, I've got two shorter episodes for you. I've got one that is uh, happening on New Year's Day, and that is how to review, reflect and extract the best from your 2023. And then I'm following that up on Thursday with an episode about how to decide what is important to you. There's nothing better than starting the new year, really conscious of what is actually important to you. Because if you are doing any kind of start over, that is your number one starting place. So I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me. Take care. (laughs) 